Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, God. I hate saying hi on these things. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Wizard Files. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Wizard Files. So excited to have you here. Why, Why set intentions and not goals? goals. Ready. Goals genuinely, genuinely suck. suck as motivators. I promise. <laughs> Every month around the new moon, I like to take a little time to set intentions for the month. I base it on a star sign that the moon is in, mostly because it's fun. But I also do feel that there is a synchronicity between the astrology signs and the time of year that they're in. A few days ago, I was giving an online group session around setting intentions with the new moon, and you're welcome to head over to my website and check that out if you're interested. During that call, an excellent question came up, which is why set intentions and not goals? So I want to offer you a challenge. In this world where goals are idealized, don't set any. Don't set any this month. Don't set any for the new year. Okay, so what I mean by that is don't set any as motivators. You can set targets and goals that you want to try to meet, but don't make goals your motivation. Goals genuinely suck as motivators. Goals suck because they have been squeezed dry of all of their life force. They're specific. They're measurable. They're all the other things in the smart goal setting checklist. And that's really useful when you're putting together milestones for some project. It's no good as motivation. Goals have nothing to do with why you are doing something. They don't remind you of why it matters. And if they do, they're probably too vague. Goals train your brain to only feel rewarded when you hit that measurable marker. There's no joy in the process. If you've been using goals as rewards for a while, you've also trained your brain to start looking for the next reward. When you live that way long enough, you start to create stress in between all of the reward points because your body is generating stress to push you toward the next reward. Now, switching goals? Holy pivot point, Batman. This often translates to a feeling of failure when you're using goals as motivation because in order to switch, you have to let go of the initial goal that was motivating you in the first place. But realistically, how often do your goals change? How often do you realize that the goal you set for yourself doesn't match where you want to go now that some time has passed? If you're like me, this happens pretty often. Now, motivation. When you know why something matters to you and you follow that with all of your heart, goals just become mileposts along the trip. They're still there, marking the way, but you can switch freeways or get on a boat or take a plane. You can change destinations easily when you realize that your motivation would rather you take you to New York instead of Florida the journey becomes the joy. So as we head into a time when a lot of people start to reflect on what they did or did not achieve in the previous months, I invite you to think about the adventures that you had. Think about what warmed your heart one Saturday afternoon. Think about that wacky decision you made in the middle of January or June or July and how much fun you had that day. Think about that and then decide your intentions for this month or decide your intention for the next year. Fuck goals. They're just a measurement. New goals can come along at any time. Ask yourself what motivates you, what inspires you, who do you want to be? That is what matters. Figure out who you want to be and then live into being that person with the deepest intentions and see what happens. If you want to read more detail about how goals differ from motivation, head on over to my website, 
you will find a PDF ready for you called Why Goals Fail, available to download in the resources section. Have a great week, and if you're in the U.S., enjoy the long weekend. There is a lot of twisty energy happening right now, so remember to pause and take in something wonderful near you. Even a pleasant smell or a bold color can sometimes brighten up a tense moment. See you next time. Your daughter's approval is five stars. Thank you for joining me today for The Wizard Files. If you'd like to connect with me online, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sonia the Gray. That's S-O-N-J-A-T-H-E-G-R-E-Y. If you have any questions or topic idea for the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can send an email to Sonia at SoniaTheGray.com. That's S-O-N-J-A at S-O-N-J-A-T-H-E-G-R-E-Y.com. Until next time. I could rock out to this music all day. This might be my favorite part of the podcast.